Welcome to round 17 of No Cap with the Boys. And we've got a special guest this week, Abs. How are you? Good, Ben. How are you, mate? Good, good. The host, Sol. How are you? Am I the host or are you? I'm not sure right now. No, no, you're the host. It's your show. Keep going. Jacob, <laughs> good to see you today. Ben, always a pleasure, mate. Uh, always good to talk over, uh, what is it, Microsoft Teams or Zoom? Zoom. Yeah, you know, we're on Zoom, so obviously uh, we're following procedures, unlike some teams. Um, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And uh, this podcast is sponsored by uh, Body Envy Massage, Sydney's number one mobile massage service. How are we, boys? Yeah, not bad. Bass, you're back. Yeah, mate, how are you? Where you been, man? You've been doing well. You've been steering the ship while I've gone, huh? Yeah, I had to go to another village in Lebanon and find... <laughs> I mean, look, uh, Jacob's pretty good, but I don't know what's what's going on with, with you know. I don't know, mate. Just, uh, we haven't seen a doctor yet, so... <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, we, he's hanging on. He's hanging on. Um, how you been, man? All right? Yeah, bro. Is this a social event or are we, um, we're going to talk about footy? No, nah, nothing's changed. I'm saying from last year, Penrith, still up the top, mate. Uh, I guess... Can't really say anything there. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's nothing much to talk about. It's the same old thing. Yeah, really, it's pretty. Well, we didn't even talk. It was disappointing in the grand final, I guess, last year. Yeah, I don't want to mention it again, but yeah, it was just it was just a masterclass by a, a Melbourne squad that you know looked like they've been there a few times, and the coach knew exactly what he was doing. Suffocated our our halves, didn't give them much space to to work, and put them under a lot of pressure. And you saw that with you know the Vinavalu intercept and. You know, Penrith just not getting in their stride. But let's not go back to the old times and let's just talk about this year. No, of course. They've, they've gone to another level this year. But as we'll talk about soon, they've hit a big roadblock. Both the halves gone. How are they going to survive that? It's going to be tough. They've got depth. Don't worry about that. Who, who are you talking about? Matt Burden, Kurt Falls, J- uh, Jermaine Salmon. Who's Kurt Falls? <laughs> Kurt, uh, what's his name? Kurt Falls, that's right. Yeah, but who Kurt is he? Like, you like... He's uh, a member of their top 30. He hasn't, bro- he's, he hasn't broken biosecurity um, regulations yet. That? How would you know that? Uh, hopefully, Ivan's got a plan. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Jacob, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good, yeah. To, be, uh, good to be back after a eventful week of rugby league. Yeah. Blowout I mean, schools and then everything that happened over the weekend. So Yeah. yeah dogs were close, weren't they? Yeah, another close game for them. Um, it's always good that they put up a fight for their fans. Close by 11 tries. Well, you weren't happy with the performance? Because that was <laughs> embarrassing. It, I mean, lucky what did you expect, honestly? They're lucky that... Uh, but did you expect something better than that? Honestly? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What's a little bit? What, 50? Who diverse? Manly, what, did you expect 50-point loss or something? Was that any better? Because at least put... A little bit of points on the board, like one try. Man, that's make man, doesn't make a difference. Does not make a difference. Anyway, let's get to the biggest story of the week. Saint George Lawara got caught. How many players was it? Twelve or thirteen? Thirteen. Thirteen players got caught uh, having a bit of a get together at uh, old mate Paul Vaughan's house. It's cost uh, Paul Vaughan his contract and cost a total of I think three hundred thousand dollars in fines. Three hundred and fifteen thousand. Three hundred five. Be precise next time. So was it, I'm not sure. Is it, where's our research you honestly? Where, where, where did he disappear to? He's having a steak he's sandwich. Having, he's having a steak sandwich. Where are you, mate? That's seconds, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yes, uh, heavy uh, heavy fines, and apparently there's still more to go. New South Wales Police investigating. I'll be honest with you, I think it's a bit overblown, man. I think uh, the media has taken it out. Like, the same, someone was hiding under a bed. Someone ran five kilometres, bolted from the cops. Yeah. Stupid stories like that coming yeah. out. Yeah, I don't know. There's like, obviously a few sides to this story. You can look at it from a NRL point of view. They're trying to do everything to keep the game going. So they're trying to show the government that, look, we've got all these policies in place to make sure that everyone's staying safe and abiding by the rules and everything. But then you can look at it from a sort of players' point of view. They're not allowed to really see anyone that doesn't live in their house. And, you know, with the, the people that were at the party, well, we we assumed that was just the, the 13 players that got caught, no one from really outside the bubble. So it doesn't really make sense that, you know, they've copped all these massive fines because really they train, they play, they... You know everything with these with these boys, you know. But obviously, there's rules in place, and in a way, you probably won't see see it happen again because I don't think players would have expected, you know, such fines. And now, obviously, Paul Vaughan on his third warning got term, his contract terminated. So it's probably a silly look for the game. But if you look at it, look at it with common sense, like at the end of the day, like they're just hanging out with people that they hang out during the day, anyways. It's not like they're seeing people from outside the bubble, so. It probably wasn't at risk to to anyone or the game, really. Yeah, it would have been, been different if they were hanging out with other people and it was like 30, 40 people there. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were just spitting and sweating on each other in the game for 80 minutes and then they go and hang out for a bit. Yeah, it looks bad, but yeah, look, you even hear more underlying issues. Some players there have already been told they're not going to be there, so they couldn't give a crap about the club. Some players, you know, I don't know why Jack DeBellin was there, to be honest with you. And oh, after, yeah, I know. After but what he's endured, yeah. that's not a good look for him. Yeah. Really, on the surface, like you said, they haven't done nothing wrong. I mean, why, why, why is it not a good look for Jack DeBellin? Because he's out drinking with mates? Like, that's no, 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 no. He's no, just, just come back from a fine and the club's done everything for him and he's sort of thrown it back in and, their face. And, and he made up a story. Like, I guess they, they, they should have just been up front with the story. Yeah. It wouldn't have gotten... It still would have been big, I guess. Yeah. But let's, let's take away all the, the legal parts of things, right? And just look at their actions. They just what they do. They hung out at somebody's house, at oh. teammates' house. They could have oh. done it in the training sheds after the game, really. Yeah, they did. You know, they could have gone back to we Wollongong and hung out in the in the sheds, and no one would have said anything. No one would have known. But I think I saw an article from or a tweet from um, Piggy Riddell, who lives across the road from Paul Vaughan. Yeah, that's right. And he said that he heard nothing. Like n- neighbors obviously knew. Someone snitched, and they me. snitched because <laughs> there wasn't. From what Piggy Riddell tweeted that there was no real noise. No one was sort of yahooing. And, yeah, so I think someone was just out to get him. And, um, you know, it's cost them a total of 305 grand. And I don't know if they're going to be able to field a side next week. <laughs> the Dragons are lucky that these suspensions are at privilege. Like, they, they can select when to suspend a group of these players so mm-hmm. they can still field a side together. I reckon the the punishments aren't harsh. Paul Vaughan, this is his third time breaking biosecurity rules. Paul Vaughan losing his contract is not harsh. No. Are you serious? Lost his livelihood. Are you serious over this? Because he'll get another contract next year or the year after. Oh, what, what else he'll did he do? Probably all, all right, what else did he do about? He, he so broke the same biosecurity rules last year. So what did he do about last year? So last year, obviously, they were in the same similar position. Um, and he was um, caught at a cafe. And Wayne, Wayne like, Bennett was caught yeah, at a grappa. 
Yeah, but this this is the NRL. That's their rules. Like no, no, well, I get that. I get that. And but it's also, like also another rule, another thing he did was it was part of a sex sexting scandal. So I don't know oh, if it involved with another person of the club, like you know one of the workers or whatever. But you also got to know that he's on eight hundred grand. It's a lot of money. The, and the drag seven hundred and fifty thousand to be exact. You got to be exact here in front of you, man. Okay. If he saw it, if he saw it somewhere, oh, kicked I in his I included third party deals there, Ugh. and th- and he's not part of their leadership group. You know, a guy that's played Origin, guy that's played for his country, he's just probably not the right fit. And you probably saw that with Brisbane turning him away too. Like, yeah, I'm sure Canterbury Tigers are putting a bid through him soon. Well, yeah, it's it just. Right now, if you take him, it's sort of a bad look for the game. Just the way he's been sort of um, perceived. With I, I just, I just don't like the way the media they've portrayed him as they're criminals. I think Roosters will pick him up after they let go of Isaac. <laughs> True. And they're the only, they're the only team in the NRL that can take away somebody that's done something wrong and turn it into a fairy tale story. They did it with Todd Carney. Yes, yeah, right. Did it with Ferguson as well. That's the only team that can do it and get away with it. So they just let go of uh, is Isaac Liu. Yeah, that's yeah, right. They, yeah. they the thing with the Roosters, they had a very good leadership group at the moment. Now they've lost Orbison, who was part of that. They've lost Cordner, who was part of that. They've lost Jake Fred. But they're still around the club. They're still around the club. Yeah, yeah. they're still doing coaching and, things. And, so and they've got a very yeah. strong, like, no dickhead yeah. policy at yeah. that club, you know, and they've got a lot of leaders at that club. So a club like that would probably be able to sort of take him on and they'll get him for a bargain too because he won't have that much interest from other clubs. They've also got extra oh, yeah, salary cap space too. Always, we always have, we always have salary cap space, mate. Always, mate. But yeah, like I said, I didn't like the way they were portrayed. Like Ray Hadley yesterday night. I mean, honestly, that guy. What? A, yeah, Hadley can eat it, mate. He's he even go back back to his son. His son got his caught. Son? Yeah, and yeah. Then and, he, and and like he, he asked for forgiveness. Asked for you know he didn't know what he's doing. He begged he, the media for privacy. Remember? Begged the media for privacy. Why? Because he got caught, and he had the audacity to go at Vaughan. Vaughn went on 360, to his credit, went on 360, explained his sto- side of the story, was remorseful, and Ray Hadley just shit, shit on him pretty much. That's rubbish, man. They made a mistake. The, the dopes, they weren't hanging out with anyone else. They really broke the, the bubble when the police came, and I'm sure the police didn't keep their distance with them. When the police got close, that's when the bubble was broken. Yeah, I think if you, if you were to describe the events that happened with these guys to anyone else and just describe exactly what happened take away lockdown everybody would just be like that's just a normal night that's actually a that's actually a responsible night you know mm-hmm. they're all sitting at somebody's house that they know they weren't sitting at some random's house where you know a lot of shit could have happened they were just drinking as as um jacob said piggy riddell said there was not much noise it sounds like a fairly contained and reasonable night I don't even know. Is there even have they even implemented a bubble? They said st- it's stage four. They said stage four. You can't do anything unless it's within the club. I think is that right? No, as in everyone in New South Wales or Sydney and Wollongong region has stay-at-home orders. But they have a stricter bubble. They can only go to training, hang out there, and then go back home. Pretty so much. So they've actually got that now. Yeah, they do. But like, like again, they were hanging out with each other. They're hanging out with other people from the public, mates, and other stuff. You'd say, yeah, no, nah, fair enough. The idiots. I just think it got blown out of proportion a bit. Any You're last right. any last words? No. Nah. Sure. Positive. Seven hundred and fifty K, huh? Seven fifty, yeah. eight hundred you, you know, you're gonna go through it anyway. So yeah, I've already gone through it. You're lock and loaded. Moving on. Penrith. We thought losing Clear was bad last week. Law is out for how long now? Three to six weeks with an MCL strain. Thank you. Massage guru. 
that's a massive blow. I know they got depth. I know they got plenty of people to step up and play a role. But it's a tough run for Penrith these next couple of weeks, say three yeah. to six weeks. The way Penrith play a lot is dependent on their halves. Um, they control everything for them. Like the fours can go forward, like, but you know, like your six and your seven are your main players, and that's at every club. You know, you take away your six and the seven. Like you look at the Roosters, what's happened to them? You know, now we've seen with Penrith in the past few weeks with Origin, but you got to also remember they had a few more players there on top of that. You know, you're taking away your, your main players. Really, their number one isn't the best fullback in the game, and he's not in the team, is he? Yeah, so he he's made he's. You know, with the six and the seven they have, they make him look a bit better than what he is. But he's a good player. But, you know, what? you wouldn't rate him as like a top fullback in our game. You know, just someone that does his job. So but that, that's also a lot A lot of that is based around their six and their seven. So they'll probably just have to defend their heart outs and just you probably won't get those massive score lines with them for the next few weeks. But as long as they can, you know, take a few wins, that they'll be fine. Cleary's back in, what, round 21, round 22, something along those lines. And Lua will be back around the same time. In a way, it's probably good for them. They, you know, their halves are fresh and ready to go for the back end of the season. So I reckon they'll be okay. I don't think you just, you just want to make sure you don't slide out of the top four. You've got Parramatta, you've got Rabbitohs. They're pretty healthy compared to the, to the Panthers. You know, they'll be, they'll be collecting wins on the way. Manly's going up the ladder, you know, they'll, they'll bag a lot of wins. I guess you just don't want to see, I just get, I just think Penrith don't want to, like, it, we watched the game on the weekend, and they shot themselves in the foot about 10 times, defended their hearts out, because they're that good, they got away with the win. They only conceded off kicks. Oh, that's right. So, they lacked a bit of direction. Yeah, look, I think the next game Penrith play is going to be a vital game. If they can at least win it, That'll be big for Penrith. If they come off losing, it's going to be hard, it's going to, especially for the confidence of Burden and Tyron May, to come off a loss, their first game back as a, with a loss and then try to back that up the week after. But they, they have fairly easy runs, I think, in the next couple of weeks. I think um, the... Warriors and Broncos. So yeah. that's that's two wins that they should win. Yeah, so... Um, but Broncos played pretty well. And but then after that's what? They got Melbourne, so that's yeah. gets a bit trickier. Melbourne, mm. and then I think it's Roosters. Yeah. And then um, Paramount. What Warriors aren't easy. Like, they're on their day, they can pose a threat. On their day. Yeah. I reckon Lawai will be back for the Melbourne game. How many weeks is that? It'll be four. I think it will all depend on their situation at that moment. If they've lost the last two, that's the thing, right? If, if they can, if they do bag wins and they can stay in that, like I think they're just aiming to get stay in that top four. Yeah. If they can stay in the top four, they'd rest them as long as yeah, you as you, as you as can, even if it yeah. means losing to Melbourne. And you know what? Losing to Melbourne might not be a bad thing. No, nah, I mean, finals. They already already beat them anyway uh, without yeah. Cleary, so they kind of did prove something. They haven't lost their entire steering wheel. Luckily, they've got the good n- number nine. He's got experience. Your he'll favorite. Like, he'll steer them around the park. He'll show them where to be, and uh, he'll lead them through the game. They stepped up on the weekend. There was a big, big reason why they so won. People are forgetting that up is still there. That's right. I think the big issue with Penrith uh, when Cleary and and Luai out, which I can't, I can't justify. I can't even think of a reason why, but. They have a lot more errors in their game. Mm. Like yeah. You even see it when Cleary was gone last week. Every time they got out of trouble with uh, you know through their defense, they try to work it out and then drop know, ball. Dro- that even comes back to being able to organize the set and everyone being on the same page. I'd imagine Cleary and Law are very good talkers and everyone that's outside them and inside them know what's going to happen 
play after play after play. Whereas you bring in two fresh, not fresh, but two fresh faces to control the team, it's a bit different. I mean, obviously, Luai and Cleary are playing with so much confidence. And you see it, even at Origin, like no one thought in the wildest streams that Luai was going to take off like that. He surprised a lot of people. And, you know, he has a ton of confidence and that helps them back at club footy so much. And that's why you see Penrith complete and just play free footy. And you can just tell that they're enjoying themselves when they play footy. So I think just with um, Burden and, and um, Tyrone May, if that's who they pick, they just got to go out there and have a bit of structure to their game and just trust that the boys will do the job because other than that, their team is stacked and yeah. they have, there's no real other injuries for the team, so... Do you reckon they use that um, three hundred fifty thousand for representative duty injuries? They can. They do have an exemption. Or do but you uh, reckon you just stick with them and then? Because the the only positive that I can see from here is at least you give Burden and Tyron May, or mostly Burden because he's probably the first choice when it comes to replacing a half. But you give them a bit of time playing in that position, so that if if you do pick up any injuries in the fo- like semis and all that, at least somebody you know, Burden has had a bit of game time there throughout the season that's the thing they they both they both had some i mean they struggled the first game against tigers mm. and then they played better against the sharks so they have had that experience together mm. without law and cleary i don't know if they'd use i don't know who would they buy if they with the exemption who could they bring in it'd be it's, they're not known to bring in players at short-term notice you'd um, have to bring someone that fits and steps right into the culture like is it worth it like Luai's going to be back in what three, three yeah. to four weeks, mm. and but so they can also they can also use it as next season too because Burden's gone. Yeah. So they can use them if they bring in somebody. So if they bring in, like a veteran or something. Yeah, like you know maybe even I think is it Corey Norman's last year. Yeah. But he won't he won't play reserve grade though for the next. You know if Luai and Cleary are fit. Do you want Flanagan? Is nah, I'm alright, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take him, but. Uh, I heard these were looking for Wakem. Yeah, we wanted him, but Bulldogs wouldn't let him go. They said he's vital to the. Is, is he in the top 100 richest uh, players? I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, Penrith, um, you know, worrying signs, but uh, you know they can get through it. You know, and, and you think Cleary is going to work with Burden and Tyrone May to try to you know get him at least somewhat ready to organise the attack and and help his pro- progression for the doggies next year. Yes, that's the main thing. I heard he's backflipping, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know what? Cleary, the, like Ivan Cleary stepping in, not letting that happen, turned out to be uh, prophetic because he, he saw the light, mate. He saw that it was going to yeah, happen. It's, it's only logic. Like, that, this is where if he had let him go at the start of the year, everyone would have just destroyed Ivan Cleary. Would have been a massive it, issue, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Api Coruscant, massive congratulations to him. Origin debut, Origin 3. I know you're very close with him. So congratulations. I know you had a big part to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> trained him throughout his whole Trained days. him, yeah, for, for the for the years. Also, Mitch Moses debuts uh, for New South Wales. A bit of a shock, I guess, for some people. People thought maybe Reynolds should have got the nod. We talked yeah. about it last week. Yeah. I guess they need someone in case Cleary's, you know, not available. Need someone to at least have experience so they can trust and put in. Because, you know, he's never going to take his place. I doubt it no. at this rate. Yeah. He's the Cherry Evans during the first um, yeah. Cooper Cronk phase. He may may be a utility in the future, maybe an 18th man, but he needs experience. This is the time to give him the experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, look, a lot of people, including myself, were like, why, why not just pick Walker and Reynolds? Like, you've got Damian Cook there, you've got Murray there, you've got Latrell there. You might as well. But if you look at it in the sense that these guys are sort of towards the back end of their careers, like I think they're reaching 30-plus 
then you've got Moses coming in who's probably only about 26 or something at the moment so if you're going to look future-wise, you're probably better off um, putting, you know, Moses into that team. And, like, the series is won. Throw him in there. Let's see what he's got, you know. They do want to win a by sweep. 100%. Like, they want the 3-0. Also, also, there's news. It's in Newcastle. So, uh, yeah. another regional uh, town. Yeah, but that, that'll that be good. They'll get a lot of people out. Oh, oh, yeah. I think they allow 20,000 people. Hopefully. Yeah. So, so. it'll be 20,000 blues, I'd imagine. But also, yeah, up here. It's going to be interesting how they use him on in Origin 3. Yeah, um... I hope he gets a run, eh? Because if it's getting pretty close, you know, we saw a couple of years, or a few years ago, a few years back, Josh Reynolds sat on the bench for the whole game. And thing. Yeah. So I hope, um, I hope he does get a run. But yeah, no, it's it's good. There's been there's been a few times in his career where he could have got selected, and um, they went a different direction. So it's good to get him to finally. It's like for me, it's like when Hazem finally played for New South Wales. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. And he killed them. Yeah. New South Wales stuffed up there with Hazem, right? Tell you that much. Remember, he kicked everything from the sideline. Yeah. Every kick, and they were yelling at him and jeering uh, him in. He was shit. He scored how many points? Fourteen, I think fourteen or twelve points. He did something. well. He did well. No, but uh, hopefully, um, yeah, like you were saying, he gets a go. I'd imagine if he's not playing dummy half, he'd probably just come on as like a fourth attacker, probably play like a lock position or something. But um, if they are up in front, I think you know, Fitler will give him about twenty minutes or so. I don't, I don't think Queensland's going to be like Queensland's got a pretty decent side. Like I you look at the look, their best side. Yeah, Ponga's. I mean, Ponga's back. You saw what he's dif- the difference he makes for Newcastle. You wouldn't, you wouldn't pay a cent to watch Newcastle without Ponga there. Mm. Honestly, the way he changes that, he's got that same effect that Tom has on Manly. Not as much, but it's it's the effect. Yeah. Also, uh, the hammer he gets a debut. I mean, the backline already looks quicker, and they got Coates back. He's, uh, he's as well. got a big ass, but hammer against Tommy. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 like. It's a tough initiation. Yeah. And yeah. His form this year has hasn't probably been at that origin standard. No, but, but you know, yeah. they they had no like no. They, they fixed up the back line like yeah. as best they could. They couldn't keep Capel there. Capel's a second rower. Yeah. They well, finally moved. He's the only person that scored from this series, so I mean but he, I mean you would rather him play in his position that's instead right. of putting the pressure on him there. Yeah. But obviously they lose for Feder, so that's That's yeah, but he again, did he do much in the origin no, series? He didn't, no. So, so I got a question. If it wasn't, if this was a decider, do you think uh, New South Wales still go with Moses? At the way, just this game is the decider. And Cleary and Luai out. Cleary Luai out. Nah, I think they would have gone Walker Reynolds. Yeah, I think they would have. So I think that's why they've gone with Hammer, because mm. he's like, yeah, the series is lost. Now you're just playing for pride. In saying that, you might as well play Walker and pick a different younger half to play in the Queensland uh, team. Walker. Yeah, Sam Walker. Oh. Oh, Sam. We're talking about Cody Walker. Scott. Talking um, about Cody. Now we've got to have first names now, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't, don't confuse the public, man. So you go Walker Cherry Evans? No, no. You go Walker Munster. He's sacked Cherry so Evans. He's sacked Cherry Evans. Yeah, get him off. Why? He's been playing unbelievable for Manly. Yeah, but has he been playing unbelievable for Queensland? Has anyone in Queensland been playing great? So you think Sam Walker coming in, third game... Dead rubber against probably one of the best New South Wales squads to ever grace the field. Oh, may, not maybe this game, but like the last two games, the best New South Wales squad. But in such good, big confidence, good form, and you, you're going to put him under that pressure at such a young age. Did yeah. you? Everyone, everyone at home, he's nodding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did Did you see? Did you see what Olam did to him on Thursday? Shattered his soul. He shattered his soul with that hit. Did you see it or not? 
I saw I saw it on replay, yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't impress you. doesn't worry you. That Sam Walker, in that moment, they targeted him all night. And I got, I don't know how many tries down. It's not his fault. He's just not, it's not big enough. He's still a kid, just man. He hasn't had the experience, too. But, yeah, we'll talk about more about Origin anyway. Uh, big Origin preview, I think, Sunday. Yeah. Anyway, uh, here's an ad from our sponsor. The following announcement has been paid for by Body Envy Massage. So we uh, do massages all over Sydney. We're mobile. We come straight directly to you. We take bookings over DMs and um, text message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We've also got a website, bodyenvymassage.com.au. On Insta, it's Body Envy Massage. Facebook, it's Body Envy Massage 17. We're mobile all over Sydney, so we travel to the north, to the east. Sydney's number one. Sydney's number Sydney's one. Sydney's number one. You can't get better than this guy. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, round 17 of the uh, Telstra Premiership. Uh, first game, Manly versus Canberra. Uh, Canberra, yeah. I What's mean, wrong with him? I mean... Uh, what is going on there? Nah, I think they've just lost the plot there, man. Oh, we, we thought they beat Titans. Titans ran a muck on them. In Canberra. And, like, they're fielding a competitive side every week. It's not like it's rubbish. I think Canberra over the last couple, like, last at least a year and a half, starting from last year, I think, we've been on a slow decline and Ricky is... Well, last year they made the prelims. Like, they knocked out the Roosters that were back-to-back premiers. They did struggle a little. They did struggle a little bit during the season. But, yeah, yeah, they did have a big win. Yeah, and then they obviously got touted up by Melbourne in the prelim. Because you remember Bateman was uh, having issues with him at the start of last year. Yeah, they were struggling yeah. without him. When he came back, they came back into into form, oh. and now yeah. they've lost him. Yeah. And, and obviously losing their halfback George Williams, who they would have done a massive preseason with, and that would have been a major disruption. Like he's mm. not around the club anymore. It's not like he's injured and he can still help out. He's gone, so yeah. that would have impacted them. And their fullback, Nickel Clockstart, is also gone. That's yeah. massive. So. They're debuting a new kid on at fullback. Is it Xavier? Is it is so? This Savage? would be his official debut. Yeah. Is that the guy that debuted the other week, or and he had to come off because they thought he was again, it was against St George. I can't remember. They, Maybe they, uh, they brought a player on. It might have been him as a HIA. Yeah, but and but they stuffed up. Yeah, yeah. It uh, could have been this bloke. Yeah, but I know it's his first start. So is this the guy that could be the next fastest player in the league? Yeah, apparently. They've actually got a good junior pathway system. Like, their 20s yeah, are pretty good, yeah. yeah. Well, their SG ball won the comp. Won the comp, yeah. and they've got plenty of talent. So, they might have to uh, think about the future soon. Yeah. Manly, you know, last time they had no Tommy, we thought maybe they'd lose. They won by about 50. Against yeah. the Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, and I think they're going to win by about 50 again. Well, not? if they're playing the same way they will, you know, you've got Garrick at fullback now, so that'll be interesting. Mm. And then Saab and... He's playing like a superstar, Gary. I, don't, I haven't yeah. seen him play like this in my life. I thought it was just another yeah, Dave Williams or something. He's just gone to another level. Unbelievable. Um, good on him too. Uh, you didn't look too impressed there, Benny, when I said 50 points. What, you think it's going to be a close game? Um, yeah, I thought it's going to be like a 13-point game. You know. What's with you in 13? I just want to know. I don't know. This guy's on sports bet too much. <laughs> 13, not thir- like... Yeah, what's, 13, what's with 13. 13? They give you the option of 13 plus. Okay, anyway. Yeah, they're winning by 50. Uh, Abbas, are you going? Yeah, no, it's Manly. Okay. Uh, and I've picked Manly too. Everyone's gone Manly. South Sydney versus North Queensland. North Queensland. Yeah, they don't have a chance here, do they? I've gone south. That, that That's a massive bonus. That their halves are there. 
I think you know they've they've today announced that they've moved the game to Newcastle. Yeah, that's right. So, which is a bit of a surprise considering that they're going to play Origin on it in a few days later. So, I thought they'd probably not want anyone to touch that field. Um, yeah, South Sydney for me. Yeah, South. Yeah, I think the Rabbitohs having their six and their seven is going to be massive for them. Yeah, they'll win comfortably here. I think just Cowboys have been a bit disappointing. We've given them a bit of hope, you know, over we the have. past few weeks, and they've just disappointed us. Yeah, you know, We're a bit over them now. Yeah. Next game, yeah. Well, we both they both got belted last week, so they're kind of equal on that part. In every other part, though. <laughs> In every other department, it's another fifty-point loss to Canterbury. Honestly, Canterbury haven't beaten the Roosters since twenty sixteen, oh. round seventeen. That's not changing. Um, yeah, it's it's dire straits right now. We're just trying to get to the end of the season. Can we get the Fox a bit early? And I think if you paid him three million, he would have come. It's not going to help you, is it? No, it wouldn't. But just something. It will at least get us to try a game. They re-signed Jerry Marshall King. They don't really have much. He's played all right, though. Yeah, they don't have much uh, options, to be honest, there. So, And yeah. when he has come back and played, he's been all right. Yeah, he's he's probably been one of our best players. You're not happy? Well, I'm ecstatic. To just, I'm going to pick the same way as I do every week. And I'm going to go with my heart. Why Who? is he out though? Why is Jerry Marshall King? Ah, uh, suspended. Oh. Suspended. So, sorry, having a look at Sportspedia. He's <laughs> tipped the dogs. <sighs> Why do you do this? Thirteen plus, Ben, or what? Uh, it doesn't give you that option. But it's uh, whatever. One point. Who's going to kick the field goal if it's one point for Bulldogs? Kyle Flanagan. <laughs> well, he's back this week, huh? Yeah, he's back. He played yeah. last week, I think. Did he yeah. play last week? Yeah. I didn't notice him. He had a great game. Yeah, Roosters by about fifty. We're gonna we're gonna come last, aren't we? Oh yeah. Bar last week, know. Matt Dury's impressed me though. Yeah, he's pretty good. What happened to him? Why is he out this week though? Is he injured? Is he? And uh, Renoff Tony's playing. Apparently, you said he was two weeks, three weeks away. Yeah, bad info. Thanks. Okay, in the last game, uh, probably the most exciting game of the round: Warriors Sharks. Could go either way. Reese Walsh back. I'm changing my team from Corolla to Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the back three for the Warriors is pretty impressive. You've got Walsh, Tavalsa Shek, and Wateni Zalesniak. Um, obviously, a shame that Townsend injured himself injured, and yeah. now he's out for a few weeks, um, which gives it a chance for O'Sullivan to come back into the side. But this will be Matt Lodge's first game for the Warriors. As well, big so in. So Matt Lodge and Fanua Blake in the middle. Mate, the Warriors have such a good team. Like, if they can, they're probably just lacking a bit of leadership. They've got a very young yeah. side. But if they can get it together, mate. Um, race is a big difference for their attack. Yeah. They're not as predictable. And he helps Roger float around, hide, so that they're not really always targeting him. Um, I'll go Warriors. Would you have played Roger at six and Nick Rima at seven? Or would you. Yeah, stick possibly. With O'Sullivan? No, I possibly would do that. Because I feel like two of us to check on the wings just wasted, isn't but it? But I feel like he roams anyway. Like a bit like the... They let him roam one side, they let Reese roam the other side. I think he's got a bit of freedom there. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Jacob's just for Reese Walsh. Yeah, wa- Warriors with that. Especially Cronulla coming off a loss against Brisbane. That was Pretty yeah, disappointing. Poor. Uh, I want Warriors to win, but I think Cronulla will win. Sweet. That's the game, Zeb Benny. Your segment, mate, Benny Confidential. Well, it is um, Benny Confidential. This week, I got nothing because of the biosecurity rules. 
So I haven't been to any. You're not game. a fan of Mr. Valandis, are? Uh, I'm not a fan of Valandis, Abdo. Um, yeah, the, the list goes on. It's all right. We'll, we'll, um, we'll go back to that list. That's the next segment. <laughs> yeah, that's Who's Benny not a fan of? That's next week. <laughs> anyway, this week we've stumbled across a page where it uh, names an article, an article that yeah. lists the top 100 Rich, the richest players in the NRL. Okay, in the NRL for 2021. All right. Any shockers out there, bro? The Dragons team is quite embarrassing for where they're <laughs> sitting. Where are they sitting? Eighth. Yeah, they're sitting eighth. Bro, how many players are how many players do they have in the top 100? About 20. <laughs> like, if you, you you've got 20 in the top 100, you'd think you'd be at least coming first. Ooh, if not first, at least, what's that best? Fourth, fourth. Because <laughs> no, no. Because Penrith have I think five or six. That in the top 100, and they're coming second. Melbourne have Pe- eight. Eight, yeah. They're coming first. I'm not going to go through and like if you're if you're a Dragons fan, most of those people that were at the the Paul Vaughan Show Harbour um, after party of <laughs> their win. <laughs> Do you have his address as well? <laughs> Can you give us the address? <laughs> no address, sorry. No, but it just uh, makes uh, sense, Bill. You know, like it's you if you're not pa- getting paid as much, you're trying to play better to get that bigger contract. Once you've got that big contract, you're not going to be playing as because like you got Norman Hunt, Bird. Vaughn de Bellen, like the list is it's very, a joke. Very it's a joke. All, all, all those players that you've named are rejects from other t- like other than de Bellen and Vaughn, the rest of them are rejects. Corey Norman rejects. Yeah, but why are you paying overs for him? That's like, not uh, you got a, a ten million dollar salary cap. It's capped. Why are we paying overs 10? for him? Is it ten? Because has the info about Rooster's salary cap or the rest of the teams? Because Roosters are fine. Leave the Roosters alone. Don't don't talk about the Roosters. They probably have like. Try to get a job the, there, bruh. They probably have seven players in the top uh, one hundred. I'm not that I counted them, bro. Another team that like hits you in the in the face is West Tigers are coming second, second or third last, and they've got fifteen in the top one hundred. <laughs> Someone please explain what's going on. Is this like a career total salary, or is this like what players are getting paid per year? Per year, per year, per year, per year. Don't worry about third-party deals. How could you have twenty? Surely over. No, that, no. I've seen the list. It's twenty for the Dragons and about fifteen for the Tigers. Sh- Sharks have three players sitting at eight hundred and fifty at twenty, twenty-one, and twenty-two. That's Moylan, Dugan, and Andrew Fafita. Like, I think three of those players are like all three of those players are playing reserve grade. Besides Moylan, who's who's had injury galore for the last three years of his contract. Waste of money. Like, how are you, like, I reckon the NRL should do this. They should do what happens in the lower grade, do a sign-on bonus, and give them match payments. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this... Uh, no, I'm, but why Why would you, as a player, why would you um, lose getting paid because of an injury that happened during your work? If you if you were, if you were told to run at forwards every single day and you get injured for it and then you don't get paid for it after that, if that's how you injured Bro, for it, you, you've got players getting paid a hundred thousand dollars a year that's running at the the same players. Who's uh, getting paid a hundred thousand dollars a year? The players that are in the NRL, what like like young guys coming up? That's different. They're, they're still trying to make their name, like Benji. 
Yeah, bro, Benji's not, not on a hundred. Benji doesn't even make the list. But he's not on a hundred. He's on a higher than that. He's probably on two fifty three hundred. Yeah, but like, uh, he doesn't even make the list, bro. A team like the Bulldogs, who's coming dead last, have eight players on that list. Poor management, bro. Like, I'm hoping. Are, that you, are you saying that these players that get offered those contracts should just say, you know what, I don't want it. I'm I'm not worth that amount. Oh, you should pay me less. Is that what you're well, saying? Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, Cor- Corey Norman came out in the media and goes, oh, I'm happy that the Dragons are, are letting me go. Yeah. Because I haven't done a, a great job. Corey Norman himself admitted that... Do you think he's going to give back that $100,000? <laughs> Clubs need to manage their finances. Much Obviously, more. yeah. And that's why you're now seeing all these blowout scores. Because... But you can't blame the players. No, no, you're not blaming the players. You can't. But the players also have a responsibility. Oh, this I get is that. their job. You've got to rock up and give 100% every what, week. What I'm saying is... Or at least close to it. What I'm saying is, Josh Reynolds got how much from the Tigers? It was close to eight nine hundred. I think. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not nine. It's not a $900,000 player. Yeah. But, like, again, do you blame him for taking it? No, no, it's not his fault. Was it's he expected so to play at a $900,000... Uh, they paid overs at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, you know what it's I mean? It's not his fault. It's the, no, it's, it's not his club. fault. Yeah, it's obviously, the obviously the players got a responsibility. Yeah, the players, of course, they're going to take it with both hands. Yeah, so no worries. But when, like, again, it goes back to you're saying the, the clubs, the management. When are they going to look themselves in the mirror and say, "Shit, is that what we're doing?" Well, I think <laughs> a solution, and it's not might not be a good solution, but a solution is that a player can choose to sign for a club for as many years, but he has a, a end of the season review uh, each year yeah. that determines how much you know he can get paid, and if he's got like objectives to meet or just yeah. performance ratings that he can meet. Um, again, that has to be administrated by the NRL though because if, let's say, for example, the Dragons administrated that, no one would want to go to the Dragons because they can just go to the Bulldogs and get 800k flat without having to worry. So yeah. Yeah. it has to be administrated by the NRL um, and it's got to be, you know, this is just me speaking about it. It's got to be uh, handled much more professionally, much more, you know, fair for the players and the and the staff. Um, but then it comes to account, like, let's say, for example, Kieran Foran, who played for the Bulldogs for how many years, was injured for most of that. Yeah. How do you determine what his value is? Because how, how do you? when he did play, he played well. He did play pretty good. But when, but the problem was he didn't play well. He didn't play enough. Yeah. Like, no, there's 100%. a funny meme on Instagram over the weekend when West Tigers played South of Benji Marshall and Moses Mbai in the same photo. Benji Marshall goes... Can't believe they're paying you a lot more than what they've ever paid me. Like, bro, Moses probably hasn't done anything at the Tigers that's significant. Compared to what he's done. Well, to compared to what he's done. Josh Reynolds probably hasn't done anything. The first two years of Josh Reynolds' contract at West Tigers, he has done his hamstring injury at the highest gradings both years. You can't be signing players at uh, this much over. Like, I'm happy that you pay... A little bit extra just to get him across the line, but this is too much. Like, like you go, you talked about Penrith. Penrith's got like five or six only, so you can tell just looking at that, they back their development overwhelmingly. Like they, they know they're going to produce. They can let go of players and bring someone up, bring another kid up. They've got plenty. That's the problem. I think that's the route that clubs got to go down. They got to start putting in a, de- a proper development system. Where they don't have to pay overs, they don't have to waste money like that. I think just to try and th- think they're going to be competitive. I think there's also got to be a, a rule where 
it's kind of like in the NBA where if you it's not really developed in the NBA, but it's more in NRL perspective. If you develop a player, you should be able to give him uh, X amount of percentage more than what other clubs can. When you renegotiate, yeah, yeah, yeah. renegotiate because then it just I get why teams don't develop. Because you're going to develop him. And look at look at Penrith right now. They've developed so many players that are so good, they're not going to be able to retain all of them. No, they're obviously not The, at the, the moment, best yeah. to ever do was Melbourne. Yeah. And for a for a good while, they were over the salary cap for that. And yeah. I get why they were... I get why they would have taken that role for over the salary cap because they're thinking, well, we've spent all this money to try to develop these players. You know, we've made them who they are and we want to hold them. There's no uh, incentive. Yeah, yeah, there's no incentive. So, like, if... If somebody comes up to, for example, like a Liam Martin and wants to pay him five hundred thousand, but you know Penrith have only got three hundred thousand of room in the cap, they should be able to offer him that. That just like NBA does, there, there's a salary cap that you can pay for outside players, but then the players like a luxury are, cap, yeah, man. like like a luxury cap where if it's your own come through the development, there's a bit extra that you can pay for them because then. What's the point of what's the point of developing players if they're just going to get snatched, especially yeah, I mean, when you have a good breed? You're yeah. right, man. Like uh, when you renegotiate a deal in NBA, you get this supermax deal, you know, because of your loyalty for staying with the the club, staying at the you know, it's to keep the big players to stay to keep them there instead of them going to like big city teams. So they have to look at it, man, because what you just talked about before, Jacob, as well. The score lines they're ridiculous, man. It's a joke. I mean, we had two days of teams. I think. They scored a total of one try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like mean, it's just Thursday shit. It's night. just shit to watch, man. Honestly. Thursday night was embarrassing, and then Saturday. All of Saturday was disgusting. Three. Yeah. Out of the three games, I think the losing side only scored a total of one try. Yeah. So, uh, it's just. Uh, yeah. So. Lot to think about, Benny. That was probably your best segment, man. Honestly, that was great. Thanks, mate. Directed at the wrong people, though, not the players. Let's talk about the management. I guess your intention was uh, well thought out. Thank you. All right. Thanks, boys. Um, appreciate it. The best. Good to have you back. Cheers, bud. Hopefully again. Maybe. <laughs> Jacob, thanks, bro. Thanks, guys. Um, and Benny. Always a pleasure. Thanks, everyone. Um, we may see you, what, Sunday? For Origin. Take care. Enjoy the footy if you can. <laughs>